get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. BK and Ferrario alongside Tanner Hendrickson and Brandon Kylie. I'm Alex Ferrario. Fellas, say it with me. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. We are headed to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line now to welcome in the goaltender for the Springfield Thunderbirds, who has been a part of his team's run now in the Calder Cup finals going up against the Chicago Wolves. And of course, the undefeated Charlie Lindgren, a.k.a. Chucky Sideburns, is with us today on BK and Ferrario. Charlie, how are you today, sir? Doing awesome. Uh... Yeah, still playing hockey, so you can't beat that. So everything's going great. Still playing hockey, and I mean, just big picture, and we're going to get deeper into hockey, but just big picture for you, man. You sign with the St. Louis Blues in the offseason. You go into training camp, and then out of training camp, you find out you're going to go to Springfield. You have your time with St. Louis, and now you guys are going to the Calder Cup Final. What has this season been like for you? It's been such a blessing, honestly. It's been uh I really couldn't have asked for a better year. Um, you know, the way we're treating Springfield, um, the way things went in St. Louis, um, how much I love the city of St. Louis and the fans there and uh, the same being said for Springfield. It's been uh, from start to finish, it's been a heck of a year. Um, and, you know, we've had, uh, we've, we've found success too. And that's what, uh, that's what every hockey player wants is a team that um, can go far in the playoffs. And um, we, we've sure have been doing that. Charlie, you look to the off season here in St. Louis, and we've talked a bit about this, but I'm just curious where your head, your mental space is right now as you kind of think about, okay, obviously you have unfinished business that lies ahead, but with Ville Husso reaching unrestricted free agency, do you feel like you might have found a little bit of a home here in St. Louis potentially, not just for the here and now, but potentially longer term? Well, I mean, yeah, like I just said, I, I, uh, I have nothing but really good things to say about um, St. Louis as an organization and St. Louis as a city and uh, me being a guy from the Midwest, uh, you know, St. Louis being eight hours away from, uh, you know, where, where I'm from, uh, it, it certainly felt like home. And so, you know, it's been, uh, like I said, I, I've, I've really enjoyed everything about this year, um, you know, my time in St. Louis and Springfield and you know, obviously my focus now is, is the, the Calder Cup Finals because we're less than a month away. And then that's, uh, you know, I think things will take care of itself when, when it comes to that. 
Charlie Lindgren is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Charlie, here in St. Louis, we look back at that time in December when you were up and the Blues were going through all of those different COVID issues and they had injuries at the time as well. And we remember it fondly now with the ability to be able to look back on it as a time when the Blues were able to overcome some just crazy adversity. When you were up with the NHL club this year, how do you remember that time, that, that two to three week stretch there? I mean, I look back and it's that was probably my favorite month of hockey I've ever uh, I've ever played. Um, you know, I think it starts really with the dressing room. I think um, you know I tell everyone that that dressing room in St. Louis is special with that the leadership group they have there, um, the young pieces they have. Um, it's just a, a, a great great group with um, some really unbelievable chemistry and um, you know the fan support obviously was unbelievable. Um, the whole Chucky Sideburn deal, you know, that took on kind of a life of its own. And, you know, you even see, uh, you know, in Springfield here, people wearing the shirts and all that stuff. It's, you know, it was just a really, really cool experience. And, um, and, and like I said, I mean, I'll look back on this year as being one of my favorite, uh, definitely one of my favorite years of my life. And, um, that, that month in St. Louis was, uh, was, yeah, probably my favorite month of all time. Charlie, I love the fact that they're wearing the t-shirts, but I got to be honest with you, man, that stretch that you went through, I was fully expecting blues fans to just start growing out their sideburns and coming to enterprise center with them. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I mean, it, it is funny though. It's funny how things like that can kind of take off and, um, yeah, it certainly, certainly has. And, you know, my look, you know, I end up getting a haircut a couple months later. So the hair isn't as long as it was, but, uh, Oh, I still got the sideburns going. I still got the mustache. So I, I still kind of got the look going on. So, um, so yeah, it's been good. That's awesome. Well, Charlie, I'm curious. You mentioned the locker room in St. Louis. And, and I always go back when people talk about Charlie Lindgren here in St. Louis. And I go back inside a quote from Robert Bortuzzo where he talked about just the impact that you provided, not even on the ice, but it was off the ice. He said it was just an energy, a spark, every time you walked into the locker room with Charlie Lindgren. Did you feel like you meshed well into that locker room? And do you pride yourself on providing that spark? No, I think 100%. I felt extremely comfortable from day one walking into that locker room. And I think, um, you know, anyone can say the same thing. And that's just, again, that's a testament to the guys in the room. I mean, it's a, a very welcoming group. Um, and just, uh, you know, and I knew Justin Falk a little bit going into it. Um, but that was that was about it. Um, I didn't I didn't know anyone else. And um, to, to be so comfortable, so comfortable, to feel so comfortable, um, with a group of guys like that, it, it speaks volumes. And, um, you know, I think that's a big reason why St. Louis has found uh, so much success is just because I know that group, uh, they really get along well. They, you know, it, it's a true brotherhood. And, um, yeah, I, I truly loved it. We're talking to Charlie Lindgren, Blues goalie here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Charlie, I did want to make sure that we asked you when you when you look back to that time in St. Louis, were there any guys in particular that kind of took you under their wing for that that stretch of time, whether it be, hey, look, come on out with us. We're going to grab some dinner at, at this place tonight or come over to my place. We'll play some cards. Who were some of the guys that kind of took you under their wings? Well, and I, uh, O'Reilly took um, all of us young guys out uh, uh, one night in Dallas and you know I think we all know how how great of a captain he is he's probably the best captain I've ever uh, I've ever seen um, just a terrific guy um, you know obviously Justin Falk you know he he definitely took me under his wing uh, but also like guys like Vladdy Tarasenko I mean 
Um, that guy, uh, just unbelievable the kind of guy he is. He was so good to me. Um, you know, I always had a smile on his face. Um, but honestly, I could go uh, I could go down the line. Uh, Bortuzzo, obviously an awesome guy. Um, you know, Nick Letty, talking to a guy like Nick Letty, who I knew a little bit when he got traded to St. Louis, um, I know he was extremely impressed and, and pretty much says the same things I do, just just about how fun that locker room is to be around and um, and how great of guys there are. So, so yeah, I think, uh, you know, I can really go down the whole roster and be like, that guy was good to me, that guy was good to me. I mean, honestly, that's just how it is, and that's, um, and, and that's an amazing feeling. Charlie, do I have this right that you got married within the last year as well? You do, yeah. So I got engaged in July, and then my wife and I, we just decided let's uh, – you know, let's get her done before the season. And so we, we went up to northern Minnesota, and uh, that's called Black Sand Beach. Um, it's just right north of, of Duluth on Lake Superior, and just uh, we got it done up there. So it was, um, you know, kind of an interesting way to do it, but I definitely wouldn't have done it any other way. And we'll have a little, uh, you know, we'll have a little celebration with her family and friends this summer. So were you, was she fully expecting the whirlwind of a season that you guys <laughs> yeah. just went through? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know if she was expecting that. And it's, you know, it's funny looking back on, you know, um, the way the previous year had been, uh, I had only played three games and it was, uh, uh, just a really, really difficult year. And I think she knew that. And, um, and to kind of turn it around and have the year like I, I've had this year, um, you know, obviously she couldn't be more excited. My family couldn't be more excited, and, um, you know, I couldn't be more excited. So um, it's been one hell of a year, and I'm uh, super, super, um, I feel super lucky. Bring us inside. What, what was the plan? How would you go about the proposal, and <laughs> how'd she react? <laughs> well, I mean, I think just like any other guy, I mean, it's a, it's a nerve-wracking uh, part of life. And, you know, we had been together for over three years, and, you know, she was starting to send the, the daily engagement ring photos every day <laughs> on my Instagram. It's like, all right, I'm getting tired of this. But, um, yeah, it was uh, – we, we have a cabin up in northern Wisconsin, so we, we got up there. Um, we took off to a place called Tim's Hill. It's the highest point in Wisconsin. And uh, we, uh, we, we got her done up there, so – it was kind of funny when I uh, when I pulled the ring out of my pocket. I, you know, we were kind of looking around, and I was like, "Hey, I got something for you." So that's, <laughs> that's the word that came out of my mouth. So you know, I could have probably been a little bit more romantic with it, but it's a funny story to tell. Oh, that's all right, Charlie. My wife still reminds me to this day when I tried to propose to her. I legitimately choked while I was <laughs> while I was getting the words out. So uh, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, yeah, Charlie, you you talked about this season and the past couple of seasons, and, and I'm just curious what this meant for you and you know we've talked about your NHL side of things but on the AHL side of things I mean you spent your entire career with the Montreal Canadiens organization you played for their big team and then you played for Laval in the American Hockey League and then you just go on and you are the one who posts the shutout against Laval to advance to the Calder Cup final man what does that mean for you oh that that win felt um, so good. You guys have no idea. I mean, it. Um, there was so much emotion that went into it. I kind of downplayed it going into the series, but uh, you know, uh, it it just meant a whole lot. Just because obviously uh, my time up in Montreal, it was uh, you know obviously there were some great moments, but also there were some dis- disappointing moments as well. So um, you know, and they got a revamped uh, management team now and and new coaching staff in Laval, but. Uh, but still, to take it to those guys and, and get her done in a game seven, man, that felt uh, that sure felt incredible. 
Charlie, with uh, Father's Day coming up this weekend, I I wanted to ask you about your dad and his influence that he's had on you. I I was reading a story over at The Athletic. I kind of broke down your background and how you got into the goalie side of things. Can For our listeners who maybe don't know that backstory about your relationship with your father and then how you got into becoming a goalie, what kind of an influence did your dad have on you whenever you were younger? Yeah, I'll just tell you right now, I wouldn't be where I am without my dad. He's definitely been my number one influence. There's no question about it. He was my first goalie coach. He, you know, he played goalie growing up all the way till uh, he played at the University of Michigan for a year. Um, but yeah, he's he's truly been everything for me. Um, you know, he's he's my first call after hockey games. Still, he catches every game and. You know, he just he, he loves watching his sons play, and I think uh, you know he's the kindest, uh, most loving dad, and I couldn't ask for a better relationship with him. I love that, Charlie. But I'm just curious because you play goal. Your younger brother, if I'm not mistaken, Andrew plays goal. So what sure. happened with your middle brother Ryan? Did he just say, <laughs> "No, nah, the hell with it. I'm going to do something else." The black sheep well, of Ryan, the family. Ryan was, Ryan was the youngest, so oh, okay. me and Andrew were. Yeah, so we were. Uh, yeah, I was the first one to, to to pick to get in the goal, obviously just because of my dad. And then, um, yeah, Andrew, he followed suit. And then Ryan said, the heck with that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> he, you know, he wanted, he wanted nothing to do with it. So, you know, obviously it worked out really well for him. And he's had himself uh, one heck of a year, too. And um, he loves it out in New York. He's had, he has a great time there. So, um but yeah, it's it's funny. He's he said no, I'm not doing that. So he's defenseman's where he is. How fun was that for your family in this time of stretch where they were able to watch your brother Ryan make his way all the way to the Eastern Conference Final with New York, and then for you watching this stretch all the way to the Calder Cup Final? It's been unbelievable for him, and I think um, you know, speaking for both my parents and uh, my family, I know that they just they couldn't be more proud. So to see us have success. Um, you know, that, that truly is what makes them happy. And so, you know, they, uh, yeah, I think they've had probably a lot of sleepless nights watching these playoff games. I know it's, uh, you know, it's pretty intense for them, but, uh, they wouldn't have it any other way and they love it. Final question that I've got for you, Charlie, is have your parents ever had to watch you against your brother? And certainly at, at the NHL <laughs> level, has that ever happened? Cause there's, there's a very real chance that, that might happen next year. Yeah, so I think um, so. My one year in Montreal, I, I backed up and Kerry played against my brother Ryan um, and the Rangers. But my dad was in the stands and and my wife, and so that was uh, that was really special. That was our first time um, being on the same ice together in the NHL level. And then um, I played Ryan when I was with Laval um, in Hartford um, and in Laval. So I'm actually I'm one on one against Ryan. So I'll take that. Um, <laughs> But it's funny, the game in Hartford, we we're up one nothing with about 50 seconds left, and they, they tied it up. And then they won with a couple minutes left in overtime. And I'll tell you, I, I don't think I've ever been so mad after a hockey game. And, um, you know, it was one of those things where I was coming out of the locker room, and I went right on the bus, and my brother texted me. He's like, Mom's here. Like, you got to freaking man up and come talk to us. Like, you know, I was just so pissed off. But, um but yeah, so it's, you know, when, whenever you're playing a sibling, it's, you know, those stakes are raised. Oh, yeah. We've heard the stories from Big Walt, Keith Kachuk here in St. Louis when Brady and Matthew go at it. I guess the good news is that one of you's in goal, one's in defense. So if anybody tries to do what Brady and Matthew do on the ice, yeah. somebody's getting a penalty. 
Yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, Charlie, man, we appreciate you being on with us today, man. I know you got a, a whirlwind of stuff to do before you get on this plane and uh, head off to Chicago to get set to take on the Chicago Wolves with the Springfield Thunderbirds team. But just know everyone in St. Louis, man, they're rooting, they're locked in on the Springfield Thunderbirds season. So good luck in this round. We hope we bring that Calder Cup trophy uh, back to Springfield in St. Louis. And hopefully we're going to be talking to you in St. Louis camp for the upcoming season as the backup goaltender. Me too, guys. Awesome talking to you, and thanks for reaching out.